Good morning. How was your weekend? Welcome to Joe Says What. And my quick weekend sports show for the day. Been a pretty busy weekend for me. Had record store day yesterday. Get up all early, run out to Plaid Room Records, buy a few records. It was drop number two of the record store days for 2020. So that was fun. Then shit ton of sports to get into here for yesterday. And then we'll kick it off today with the Cincinnati Reds making the playoffs. How awesome is that? Cincinnati Reds in the playoffs. You've got the last day of the Major League Baseball season today. All these teams are battling out to see where they're positioned in the new 16-team format. You've got the in the American League, the Tampa Bay Rays have already won the East and clinched their division, as have the Oakland A's in the West. The Central, currently, you have the Twins sitting at the top of the Central, up one game on the White Sox, and the Cleveland Indians sitting back two games. Back to the East... You've got the New York Yankees, who have clinched a spot, and the Toronto Blue Jays have also clinched, and then Houston has clinched in the West. So that's your eight playoff teams in the American League. In the National League, there's four teams battling for the last few spots. The East has already been clinched by the Atlanta Braves, and the Miami Marlins have clinched their spot as a wild card. Or as a second place team, I'm sorry. And then the Chicago Clubs have clinched the Central. And then the Cincinnati Reds have clinched their playoff spot. The LA Dodgers have clinched the West. And the San Diego Padres have clinched their playoff spot. But in the Central, you've got the St. Louis Cardinals and Milwaukee Brewers, both alive for either second place or a wild card coming from the division. You've got the Philadelphia Phillies in the East right there with the Cardinals and Brewers battling for a wild card spot as you have the San Francisco Giants also battling. So it's going to be an interesting Sunday in baseball to see who can get into the playoffs and let the playoffs begin and who's going to match up with who. Can't wait to see how the Reds do. They've announced that Trevor Bauer is going to be game one in whatever series they play with Luis Castillo pitching in game two and Sonny Gray in game three. So they're pretty set up for the playoffs. they got a great pitching staff. I'm waiting to see if the bats can be alive. I think they'll be exciting. It's about time to be in the playoffs again now. Super excited. Um, with that being said, let's cover some of the sports news from yesterday. Last night you had UFC 253, uh, champion Israel Adesanya, the middleweight champion. He defeated Paulo Costa in the second round and he was dominant. He looked unstoppable. He's too quick for Costa. Costa, I don't know what he was doing. I thought Costa might've came into the fight and dominated him. I mean, Costa's a strong dude. Pretty thick. I mean, I thought he was going to come in there and just be a little bit too much for Adesanya to handle, but Adesanya improved to 20-0. and 0. I mean, he 
showed why he's the middleweight champion in an exciting fashion at that. Then afterwards, he just said he'd like to face Jared Cannonay, who's going to be facing Robert Whitaker here soon. And he was wanting to get him for his next opponent or maybe Robert Whitaker. If he pulls the win in that fight, maybe they'll have a rematch between them. But yeah, Odd and Sonya looked great. And then you had, uh, in the co-main event, you had uh, Jan Blokovic. He won the light he- light heavyweight title against Dominic Reyes. I mean, I thought Dominic Reyes was going to win that fight going in because he looked tremendous against John Jones when they fought. I just thought Reyes had what it took to be the champ. But, I mean, Blockwitz, he looked tough. I mean, they said he's got the Polish power, and boy, did he knocked out Reyes right there. I mean, it was a... Pretty much a handling. Kept kicking him. Reyes had some nasty bruises on his right side of his ribs. And one of the more exciting fights yesterday was Brandon Royville. He defeated Kaikara France in the flyweight division. Them two guys were were banging. I mean, it was a pretty exciting fight. And uh, Brandon Royville picked up the submission there against Kaikara France. So it'd be cool to see where he goes in the flyweight division. Some little dudes throw down quick, quick hands, speed, all over the place. A lot of action. That was an exciting fight for sure. So yeah, you had that last night. The uh, in the NHL in the Stanley Cup, Lord Stanley was in the building finally in Game Five. Tampa Bay was leading three games to one going into Game Five, but the Dallas Stars defeated the Lightning in double overtime. Uh, Joe Pavelski tied the game at two-two. In the third with 6 minutes and 45 seconds left. And then uh, Corey Perry won it in the second overtime to force a game six Monday night there in the NHL bubble. So Lord Stanley will be in the house again Monday night for game six. Hopefully the Dallas Stars can pull that out and force a game seven Stanley Cup final. Doesn't get much better than that. So he had that. Um, the LA Lakers defeated the Denver Nuggets 117-107 to win the Western Conference yesterday, four games to one. And LeBron James, he had a monster game. 38 points, 16 rebounds, 10 assists, triple-double to advance for his to the NBA Finals for his 10th time. I mean, 10 times in the NBA Finals and people still want to Talk about greatness and all this and who's better between him and Michael. I mean, 10 NBA Finals. He's, what, 3-6? and six. He's got one championship with Cleveland, two with Miami. I mean, he does have six losses. You can't count that against him. But, I mean, 10 times in the Finals, that's straight. That's straight crazy. Eight times in a row at that. I mean, he's definitely lived up to his name and i mean is this he's looked great all year i mean i don't i don't see any reason why the lakers might not be a challenge to go to the finals again next year so yeah they're in the nba finals this year again um anthony davis chipped in 27 points for the win so they'll be waiting to see who wins the game tonight between the boston celtics and miami heat in game six, Miami's up three games to one. It's Miami going to uh, 
close out Boston and advance to the finals? I sure hope so, because I'm a Heat fan, and I'm pulling for Jimmy Butler. Hoping Jimmy Butler pulls it out and upsets the Lakers and sends them all home. <laughs> but we shall see. Um, what else happened? We had some college football, of course, Saturdays. Can't beat college football Saturdays. Gotta love that. We had a few big games and some upsets. Mike Leach made his SEC debut as the head coach of the Mississippi State Bulldogs, and he brought his air raid offense there. And the Bulldogs upset number six LSU, 44 to 34. Who would have seen that coming? Ed, Ed Orgeron and LSU, the defending national champions, go down at home in the first game of the season for the SEC. So SEC finally started their season since all the COVID delays. But, yeah, quarterback K.J. Costello there at Mississippi State, he went 36 for 60 with five TDs and an insane amount of passing yards, 623 yards, which isn't crazy for the Mike Leach offense, but that's a big number for the SEC. Um, Osiris Mitchell had seven catches for 183 yards and two TDs. Kylan Hill had eight catches for 158 yards and a TD, and Javante Peyton chipped in six catches for 122 yards. He had three receivers with over 100 yards. What do you expect when your quarterback throws for 623? Um, Another upset, Kansas State went into Norman, Oklahoma and beat the Sooners 38-35 behind Skylar Thompson. He was 18-25 with 334 yards and a touchdown, and he also had three TDs on the ground, ran three Scores in himself. Then freshman Spencer Rattler for Oklahoma had three interceptions. So, bad outing there for the Sooners. Um, Number two, Alabama rolled 38-19 over Missouri. Running back Najee Harris had 98 yards and three TDs in the win. And Mac Jones chipped in 249 yards and two TDs and went 18-24 in the game. So Alabama's looking good and looking like Alabama always does. So we shall see. Granted, it was Missouri and they gave up 19 points. So who knows what's up with that, but they looked all right. Um, the Florida Gators, number five in the country, beat Ole Miss in Lane Kiffin's debut there in Oxford, Mississippi, uh, 51 to 35. And Florida quarterback Kyle Trask tied Joe Burrow's SEC record with six TDs. So, you had that. Some other quick scores here. You had number eight, Auburn, defeating number 23, Kentucky. You had number four, Georgia, defeating Arkansas, 37-10. to The number 12, Miami Hurricanes, defeated the Florida State Seminoles, 52-10. to And then number 14, Cincinnati, defeated number 22, Army, yesterday. But in the wildest game in college football, it was a game there in Lubbock, Texas. You had the number eight, Texas Longhorns, defeating Texas Tech 63-56 to in overtime. Texas trailed the game. 56 41 with three minutes and 13 seconds and then 
they scored 15 points with the quickness. Sam Ellinger hit Brennan Eagles for a touchdown to make it 56-48. to They kicked the onside kick. They recover it. And then Sam Ellinger found Josh Moore for the score to make it 56-54. And then Brennan Eagles caught the two-point conversion to make it 56-56. They go into overtime, and then Ellinger found Josh Moore in overtime for the 63-56 win. So Sam Ellinger, he finished 27-40 with 262 yards and five TDs. Josh Moore had three touchdowns catching. And then in the losing effort, Alan Bowman for Texas Tech, he went 31-52 for 325 yards and five TDs in the loss. Man, that was a crazy game. Typical Big 12 game where they put up basketball scores out there. No defense going on at all um they did announce that the mac is going to be returning to college football here soon i believe they're going to kick off their season in november a six game schedule and then the pac-12 announced they're going to be returning also and i think they're shooting for a seven game schedule so we're going to end up having all the uh, conferences playing be interesting to see how it all plays out because they're not giving themselves much, much wiggle room in case of COVID delays and all that to where you have the college football playoffs going off on schedule because the playoffs, I believe, the first round games are on the first, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day possibly. Maybe the playoffs were New Year's Eve, but you got them games right there, and I don't know if – College football is going to want to move them. I mean, they might. If they have to, I'm sure they will. But I'm thinking they're probably going to try to avoid moving them at all costs. So we'll see. Um, With that being said, let's move on to our NFL games today. In your early games, we've got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Philadelphia Eagles. You've got the Chicago Bears at the Atlanta Falcons, the L.A. Rams traveling to Buffalo to face the Buffalo Bills, the Washington football team going to Cleveland and playing the Browns, the Tennessee Titans traveling up to Minneapolis to face the Vikings, the Las Vegas Raiders, and John Gruden going to Foxborough and facing the New England Patriots in a battle of which coach is going to wear their mask the longest. (laughs) John Gruden, I don't think he wore his mask hardly at all last Monday night. And Bill Belichick wore his mask over his nose like a beak. So that'll be funny to see, but that's going to be a good game. You got the uh, San Francisco 49ers going back to New York to face the Giants this time. And hopefully they don't injure anybody else in that game because there's a lot of injuries there. Last week, they lost a lot of people. Nick Bosa out for the season. Um, The Houston Texans against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then your 4 o'clock games, you've got the Jets traveling to Indianapolis to face Phillip Rivers. Indianapolis, I believe, is an 11-point favorite over the Jets today. So that's a big line. Hopefully, they should cover that. I don't know. Be interesting to see if they can. 
every time I think it's just like the first game of the season where I thought they had the eight and a half point game against Jacksonville and they end up losing. So now that they're an 11 point favorite, they'll probably end up being in a close game. We'll have to see. Um, you got the Carolina Panthers traveling out the SoFi to play the Chargers. Justin Herbert, I think, is going to get the start. His first start is, well, second start as a rookie. He looked good last week against the Chiefs. Um, Tampa Bay, Tom Terrific. They're going to Denver, 425 today. The Detroit Lions are going to Arizona. And the game of the day, probably the game of the day, the Dallas Cowboys at the Seattle Seahawks at 4:25, and then the Sunday night Sunday night game tonight is Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers playing in New Orleans against Drew Brees. And then Monday night is and maybe the preview for the AFC Championship should be. We'll have to wait and see. The Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes traveling to Baltimore. Two-Face, Action Jackson, Lamar Jackson, and the Baltimore Ravens on Monday Night Football. So, a lot of games today. Bengals and Eagles. Bengals have been pretty successful against the Eagles in their history. Can Joe Burrow get his first win of the season? I'm going to say that they will get the first win. i got confidence against the Eagles. Eagles haven't looked great. Carson Wentz has kind of been all over the place so far. They've 0-2 in the season. The Bengals, it's going to be a matter of if they can protect Burrow today. But I think the Bengals might get their first win, which would pump up the Cincinnati fan base a little bit if they can pull off the win. But then again, as long as they're close and lose, it's like I said, close losses, get that first pick and Let's trade it and get all kinds of assets. With that being said, it's time for this week's pick six. Let's do this. All right, so let's get to it with this week's pick six. In the first game, I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons giving up the three points against Matt Nagy, Mitchell Trubisky, and the Chicago Bears. The Falcons lost their first game of the season against the Seahawks. They blew last week's game against the Dallas Cowboys in epic fashion. Still trying to figure out how they didn't recover the onside kick at the end of the game. But yeah, they ended up losing that game against Dallas. But I am pretty confident that they'll pull off this win today against the Bears. They're giving up the three points. I think they'll get it going today. Maybe Julio Jones will have a massive day and they'll cover the three points. So, give me the Falcons giving up the three for the first game. Uh, In my second game, I am going with the Pittsburgh Steelers giving up four points against the Houston Texans. 
I like Big Ben to look big today. I think he'll have a good outing. I'm, I like I've said all season so far the two games. I'm not high on the Texans without DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think Deshaun Watson has enough targets at the wide receiver position to mount much of an offense. They don't have much of a running game to help him out either. So I think Big Ben's going to end up winning this game. I could see it being 27-20, something like that, 21-14. I think they'll cover the four points. Yeah, give me the Steelers giving up the four. I'm going to go in my third game. I'm going with Sean McVay, Jared Goff, and the L.A. Rams getting two points at Buffalo. Buffalo's looked good so far in their two games, but they haven't really played anybody. Their first game of the season, I think they played the Miami Dolphins. So you have that game for the Buffalo where the L.A. Rams have played much better opponents where Buffalo's kind of dodged playing any big game so far this season. I do think Josh Allen and the Bills are definitely looking like they're on the come up. I mean, since they've got Stefan Diggs, it's definitely helped. But like I said, they haven't played much and much, much. Um, they haven't played anybody really that I'm scared of. They played the Jets at home, and then they played the Dolphins in Miami. And Ryan Fitzpatrick almost got the win. So, yeah, I'm going to take the L.A. Rams, getting the two points at Buffalo today. And then in my last game of the 1 o'clock games, I'm going with Derek Carr, John Gruden, and the Las Vegas Raiders. They're getting six points today at New England. I like that number. I think they'll look good against New England, and I'm actually thinking that they're going to win the game outright. I mean, they're getting six points. New England's look great. They came up short against the Seahawks in the game last week on Sunday night when they got stopped at the goal line when Cam Newton tried to run them in. But I'm confident in the Raiders today. I like the six points a lot, so I'm going to go with Las Vegas. So, to recap the earlier games, the 1 o'clock games, I've got Atlanta giving up three versus the Bears, Pittsburgh giving up four against the Texans, the L.A. Rams getting two points at Buffalo, and then Las Vegas getting six at New England. In the 4 o'clock games... 425 actually i'm taking tom brady giving up six points at the denver broncos i think they're gonna look much better on offense today they're gonna try to get rob gronkowski more involved they get chris godwin back um leonard Fournette had a big game last week the defense looked good and denver i don't know what they're gonna do at the quarterback position are they going to roll? Well, I know they're not going to have Drew Locke. He injured his shoulder. 
So I think they're rolling out the uh, old Bengals quarterback. I can't remember what the hell his name is off the top of my head, but with that being said, I don't think they're going to stand a chance covering the six points. Denver, I think Tampa Bay and Tom Brady is going to roll past them. I can see them winning big. So give me Tampa Bay giving up the six. And then my last game in the pick six this week, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers getting three points at New Orleans tonight. That's another game where I think they might just win the game outright. New Orleans defense, they didn't look good at all. Last Sunday against the Raiders, the Raiders kind of just picked them apart, and I could see Aaron Rodgers doing the same thing. So it'll be a matter of can New Orleans get their defense going and can they throw the ball a little bit farther downfield? The whole game against Las Vegas, all they did was throw little six and seven yard passes. Is that a sign that Drew Brees is nearing the end of his career? I mean, he's getting close. We already know that, but is this all he can do? Can he throw deep without having Michael Thomas? That really affects him. So I don't know. I don't know if the Saints can pull this off. Not as high on them. I mean, they looked good in the first game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But last week, they looked like absolute dog shit against Las Vegas. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Green Bay tonight. Give me the three points. And they might end up winning outright. So, yeah, let me keep improving on my pick six here. First week, like I said, I was two and four. Last week, I was three and three. This week, I'm shooting for five and one or six and oh, hopefully. So, we shall see. Um, Let me know who you like and all that. And have fun watching some games today. Drink some beer. Get the grill going. Have a good day. And uh, I'll talk at you here later. See you later. Bye.